Plan carefully and you will have plenty. If you act too quickly, you will never have enough. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you. Hello and welcome back to Printing to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton. I hope you all had a chance to listen to last week's episode where I talked about five signs that you might need a budget. And if you did, that means you have shown up today ready to begin a budget. And I want you to come into this excited because here's why, ladies. If you're listening to this podcast, The overall theme of this podcast is God is calling you to more and you're ready for it. Is it going to be scary? Heck yeah. But is it going to be phenomenal on the other side of scary? You betcha. So on the other side of scary, scary budget is freedom. Freedom like you can't even wrap your head around right now. Okay. If you're afraid to open the mail, if you don't have a plan for retirement, if you don't have a plan for your kid's college fund, if you have no idea what money's coming in, what money's going out, then this is for you. This is the episode that we are going to just say, it's all right, here we are. God's calling us to something bigger and better, and this is where we begin. If you expect him to shower you with abundance, you need to manage what he's been giving you with a little bit more uh, clarity and intention and show him, Hey, look, I've, I'm managing these talents and you know, he will reward you with more and more and more. So let's begin with that in mind. I want to start with a little story of my eight-year-old. She has this purse that she got on vacation one year and it's very tiny. It's about two inches by two inches and she takes it everywhere she goes. And it's been on vacation with us. She takes it to school. She takes it to around the neighborhood. She's on the bus with it. She's you know, everywhere she goes. And I can hear the change rattling around in there. So one day I said to her, how much money do you have in your purse? And she pulls out a hundred dollar bill, twenties, tens, fives, British pounds, quarters, nickels. I'm like, oh my gosh what are you doing with all this money? Just willy nilly taking it wherever, not even giving it the the honor that it deserves and taking care of it. And, you know, I'm partly amused at what she's doing, but mostly I'm afraid that she's going to lose it, right? Because that's a lot of money to a little kid. It's still a lot of money to me, but to her, you know, she's not going to understand when it's gone, it's gone. So, it's our job to teach our kids how to do this. But when I was going to sit down and record this episode, I thought of that story and I thought, you know what? That's probably God laughing at us 
because he's given us all this money and we're just willy nilly leaving it at the dollar store, leaving it in Target, buying cars, leasing cars, buying big houses, taking out loans. And he's probably just thinking, oh my gosh, child, what are you doing with what I've been giving you? You're not being very careful. You're just swinging your purse around like it's never ending stream of income coming your way. But really, you're not taking very good care of it. So this episode is for those of you that are ready to step into abundance. And the very first step is to show him that you can manage what you've been given. And we are going to do that carefully, as in Proverbs 21, and with intention. And we will have plenty. All right. When you do your first budget, you are most likely going to feel like you got a raise because you're going to actually see where all of your money is going. Now, my husband and I roughly follow Dave Ramsey. So if you're a Dave Ramsey person, awesome, welcome. But I also want to let you know that we do not follow him perfectly. My husband's a financial advisor and we differ a little bit from what Dave Ramsey says. And I trust my husband more than I trust Dave Ramsey with my money. So please don't come here looking for picture perfect Dave Ramsey advice, okay? I love his baby steps and I think they're a really good guideline for all of us to follow. So baby step number one is to save $1,000 for a starter emergency fund, all right? Most people can't cover a $1,000 emergency without putting it on a credit card, doing a personal loan, doing the HELOCs, doing the things I talked about in last week's episode. So that $1,000 is to make sure that you've got a little bit of cushion in case something goes wrong. Now, what's an emergency fund? We're going to cover this very quickly. An emergency fund is when your four walls are in jeopardy. If you can't get to work, you need a car. If you your lights and your water are not on, you need to do emergency fund. If you don't have food for your kids, it's an emergency fund. If your rent or your mortgage is overdue, you need an emergency fund, okay? Those are the four things that constitute an emergency. Very quick quiz. If your favorite jeans are on sale at a really, really good price, is that an emergency? I hope I can hear you all yelling, screaming, no, in your cars or wherever you are. That is not an emergency. Think of it this way. I always say to my budgeting clients, if your kids would notice it, that's an emergency. If your kids are noticing that there's no gas in the car and you can't get to work or school, that's an emergency. If your kids open the fridge and there's no food and there's no light on in there, that's an emergency. If your kids see an eviction notice on the front door, that's an emergency, okay? Anything your kids would notice, that's your time to tap into that $1,000, okay? So we're gonna... We're going to do a budget with the first couple of months or however long it takes with the goal of saving up that $1,000. So what this budget is called, and if you want to Google it further, or I'm going to put a video in the show notes that I did a few years ago on the zero-based budget, that's what it's called, zero-based budget. And what it means really is you have your total monthly income and you give every dollar an assignment until you get down to zero. Okay, so this is where we start taking control of our money. This is where we start saying to our money, you're going to go here instead of us saying, where did it go? All right, just picture the eight-year-old swinging that purse around. All right, we're going to stop the swinging and we're going to just hold on to our money and we're going to be a little more intentional about folding it carefully. It's not all shoved in there and big wads. Okay, 
So what I want you to do is I want you to start at the very top of the piece of paper and I'm still a paper girl and there's an app that I'm gonna tell you about as well at the end of this, but um, I'm still a paper girl. I'd like to see it written out. So at the top of the page, I want you to write your entire household income. So your income, your spouse's income at the top. Next thing I want you to do, and I don't want you to worry about if you're paid bi-weekly or weekly. Um, I want you to just do, and if you have irregular income, say if you're commission-based or something, if you're irregular income, I want you to take the lowest month that you had in the past three months, okay? Because that's going to, we're just going to start with that. You have to start with some kind of a number, okay? And this is going to take about four months. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. Give it four months before you start crying, okay? Because you're going to remember all these random things and it's going to throw off your budget and you're going to need to tweak it and it's okay. I want you to go into that, into this expecting that to happen. So now I want you to list all of your expenses. So start with your, your giving to church or charities or whatever, your mortgage, your tuition, your credit card bills, your car payments, your cell phone, your cable, your internet, how much gas you put in the car, car insurance, um, health insurance. If you're, if you're putting money into your 401k, if you're putting money into an HSA, if you're putting money into the kids 529, all those things need to be listed. After you've listed everything, I want you to take that number at the top and I want you to start filling in the numbers. What's your mortgage payment? What's your car payment? What's this payment? Da, 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 da. All the way down until you run out of money. And most people are going to run out of money, okay? If you've got money left over, then you're in such a great spot. You can just hang tight for a couple of episodes until we tell you what to do with your extra money. But I'm going to assume that a lot of us are running out of money, okay? If, if we have a little bit extra at the end of the month, um, we just call it miscellaneous. So if you've got, you know, just a, a, a modest amount, I would just tack that into something called miscellaneous because that's what we do. And that's my money for if I want to go thrifting, if I want to hit an estate sale, if I the kids get invited to a birthday party, that's where that money kind of comes from. Okay. But if it's more, if it's thousands and thousands of dollars, then you need to be uh, doing different things with that. Okay. You don't need thousands of dollars extra every month, probably. So that you can put into savings or different down the road. Okay. But let's say that you get to, to your list and you're running out of money, all right? You realize that you are living above your means, okay? So we need to get this budget balanced. So you need to start going back. And if you are, let's just use random numbers. If you're $500 in the red after you've listed all of your expenses, you need to figure out where you can cut $500. And you actually need to figure out where you can cut more than $500 because you need to start saving that $1,000. So you need to go back up, do your money, figure it out. And if you've got debt, then you need to stop contributing to anything extra. 401k, kids college, HSA, all that stuff needs to stop until you've got your $1,000 saved up, you've gotten out of debt, and you have a fully funded emergency fund. Does this make you panic? Maybe, but it's also meant to light a fire under you because if you're just still contributing to all these accounts, um, then you're not digging out of debt fast enough, okay? If you commit 
to doing the budget, the zero-based budget, and paying off your debt, then the average person that follows this plan is out of debt in 18 months. 18 months may or may not sound like a long time to you, but it's going to happen whether you're doing this or not. So why not look up in 18 months and be debt-free? Why not, right? It, life on the other side of debt is so sweet. It is so fun. And you, like I said in last week's episode, you are going to be amazed at what you can cash flow when your money isn't going to just fill in a hole of debt. When you can write checks for your kids for college, you can write checks to charity, when you can cash flow a new car, when you can cash flow any home improvements that you want, okay? It is so fun. So that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, your, your main goal is to get your budget written down roughly and to start saving that $1,000 in a starter emergency fund. All right, guys, um, that's what I've got for you today. I will be talking more in depth about budgeting and please DM me if you have questions. I will probably do a Facebook Zoom on this because I want to be able to help as many of you as possible because I am so passionate about each of us being financially independent that uh, this is my passion. So please don't hesitate to reach out. I will probably do free Zooms on this. So if you don't follow me on Facebook yet, please do so. That's Tight Shit Mama on Facebook. If you don't want to be public about this, please DM me. And we I do private one-to-one -one Zoom coaching on budgeting. And I try to keep it really fun. I try to keep it upbeat. I, you know, we just put a plan into action. And really, I'm your accountability partner. And the investment that you're going to make in me, you are going to reap like you would not believe. I have clients that pay off so much debt. You know, even when I'm just like, oh my gosh, how are they going to do this? Like they do it because they they light it, they have a fire lit under them, you know, or they'll get a second job or they'll be doing Uber. Or they're doing different things to just get that thousand dollars. You know, when you decide to commit and do this, oh my gosh, you're just going to be on fire. You're going to be on fire and it's going to be so, so amazing what you're gonna be called to do when God's like, okay, she's on board. So anyway, look out on Facebook for that. I, um, it's the end of the school year, so things are getting a little bit busy. So look for Facebook. Um, I'm gonna to try to do it when I can do it. I also have a book club. If you guys are interested in that book we're reading, it's The Power of Fun, something about having fun because I need to have more fun in my life. <laughs> All right, have a great week and I will see you next Wednesday. Take care, everyone.